Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to sit back and take a sip of your tea or tequila. Whatever you're feeling today, let's get talking. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today's guest, can you guess who it is? Probably not, but... I'm going to tell you, uh, <laughs> her name is Brookie Cookie. <laughs> Just kidding. What a good joke. Her name's Brooke. Um, she is a very famous film director, actor, editor, boomer, like sound boom. She's not. <laughs> she's not. She's not. Yeah. World War II veteran. Like, okay. Just because we have the little age gap, I don't need to be insulted here today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brooke, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm dandy. Yeah. Jared, how are you? Oh, I'm doing incredible as always. You know, I'm, I'm excited to have Brooke on as a as a fellow cinephile because, you know, that's that's what we are on the show. <laughs> um, you know, I'm the only kind of file there is. The only kind we allow on the show. <laughs> Brooke, <laughs> it's awesome to have you here. I'm so excited and not at all nervous. I see why you're behind the camera, not in front of me. Oh, my oh, gosh. I, I used to wow. ask before. She's Don't. coming for your throat right before the interview. Throw you off your game. Don't ask the quality of acting, but I was up there. I was up there performing. Let's get in the meat, meat and potatoes of this shit. Uh, I know Brooke because we were roommates in first year. How did we become roommates? Well, that's a story for right now. <laughs> so Brooke's from the beautiful land of Yukon. Um, you guys have probably heard of it. It's very popular. It's booming, bussin'. It's really the place to be. <laughs> Brooke was from that beautiful land. And I'm from the wonderful land of Alberta. These are both such bad lands. <laughs> I know they're both terrible. Yeah, bot- bottom two for sure. <laughs> so, th- so there's a reason that we both had to move to the, the big city. The big city. Um, but we had we had to uh Find our roommates online through a little portal. Super high tech, super like <laughs> in the now, connecting with today's generation. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. How we met, how I how I chose Evelina. First of all, people were sliding in trying to live with me, like left, right, and center. <laughs> like, no tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, and I was trying to keep up with them. Obviously, you find their full names, you creep them on Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> I'm not just going to live with someone based on their name and if they're an early riser or like if they want people in their room or not. You have to creep these people out. So I'm creeping them. No one's really like standing out to me at all. (laughs) So then I somehow stumbled like across Evelina. She wasn't in my suggested. I had to really mess with the filters a bit. (laughs) I saw Evelina and I was like, well, she seems nice. She seems fun. Creeped her. Totally just did not look my speed though. Like your social media was scary Uh, to me. Okay, look at my social media. Like nothing, nothing's going on. Jared, you've seen it. Yeah, it's pretty tame. Bare bones compared to Evelina's absolute abundance of yeah. Instagram posts yeah. and followers. And I had more followers at that time, too. Yeah, exactly. Went down 2000. <laughs> Damn, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Once you met me, um, that's when the numbers started dropping, actually. Um, yeah, we should, but... we should look for the correlation there. <laughs> but yeah, like I saw her and I was so scary. And I remember showing her picture to my friends and being like, hey, should I live with this girl? I think she like she looks fun, like scary. But I'm like but a good time she looks like she's gonna be fun she looks like a bitch like mm. yeah a little bit i was scared (laughs) (laughs) i was scared it's not good to judge a book by its cover because like we hit it off like right away well but we didn't hit it off right away brooke was scared 
to like unpack her underwear around me. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I think I would be too. I didn't. I was like, look at my tongs. Yeah. Hey. You might try to catch a sniff. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn is known to do that. Sorry. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I think, but we got along right away. And like, so I just sent her a message. I was like, hey, do you want to move in together? Like, hi, my name's Brooke. Like, what are your plans? Nothing. Like, radio silence. Nothing. Damn. And all of a sudden, like a day before like you have to find someone match with someone i just get an acceptance and we're living together <laughs> i didn't know how, okay i didn't know how to use the message part of the thing i didn't see the message so i just accepted it because no one else sent me a request <laughs> so i had to but it worked out so well like i thought it worked out pretty well yeah me too you guys wouldn't be here otherwise. That is true. If Evelina didn't know how to use the messaging system and then decline you, but then she accepted you. No, but then second year, I did learn how to use a messaging system. And let's just say it doesn't help for roommates. Wait, wait, did you did you approach your roommate first or did she approach you? I approached her. Damn. Rookie mistake. Never again. Anyways, Brooke, maybe let's interview you because that's the point of this show. Wait, I thought that was the interview. We met and that's it. That's like my life kind of ended right after that. Um, <laughs> that was a core question. <clears throat> no. Okay. So you said that you went to school for film. Congrats. Um, what drew you towards the film industry? Uh, I'm going to like listen to this podcast later. And I'm like, why? Why did he say these things? Okay. <laughs> what drew me to the film industry? Um, well, okay. So yeah, I started acting when I was younger. Um, like I was in like my theater programs, like our local stuff. Then I started doing community theater and I kind of like, I discovered film through that, I guess. And they gave us like camcorders to use to make like side projects. Like theater was the main focus. But they're like, here, maybe you guys should learn iMovie. So I kind of started dabbling in that. And me and my close friend, we started like entering competitions and we started um, just making like weird, you know, like weird kid videos where you're like editing, like making like YouTube kind of stuff. And then I was like, no, this is meant to be. This is this is it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's like nothing else I could think of doing. Like maybe if I was smart, a doctor, I guess. But like that's like option B. Yeah, that's that's lame making movies is much cooler amount of lives like filmmakers save amount of lives doctors save mm, true yeah, big difference but i definitely i was definitely more interested in acting at first but i don't think i could handle auditions when i worked at the talent agency and like i would send out actors like auditions like every day but it was like so rare for them to like actually get it and i was like dang like i couldn't fucking do this like the amount are of you wanting to act still or well i i got chosen from like the first round for like a new reality show that's gonna start what the hell love island or something like that like bachelorette <laughs> desperate housewives um it's called hooked on influence season one whoa oh wow you're dropping the name Hooked on influence but i don't know where i was going i don't know if i'd go back into acting but i've applied to a lot of stuff and i've gotten one audition two auditions that i haven't sent in because i uh just don't believe in myself it's hard out there man like it's hard that's how the industry works. They literally tell us in school that if you make a mistake on set, they're not going to get mad at you. They're going to be like, yeah, it's okay. You just won't get called in tomorrow. Damn. You said that you entered like film festivals with your friends for fun. And I remember you won 
one of them. No? Um, okay, but I was like in high school. I was in high school. You still won a film festival thing. Okay, well it was it wasn't let's okay. There was a Yukon film festival. It was like one of those 48 hour challenges. Yeah. So it was one of those. We got like People's Choice Award. To be fair, I kind of rigged it and invited all my friends and family. So <laughs> I maybe cut that out. Just yeah, I won it. Yeah, we won People's Choice Award. Pretty big deal in the Yukon. Um, and then other, I just won safety like video competence, like Canada workplace safety. So kind oh, of interesting. Yeah, so that's what actually really inspired me to join the film industry is winning, <laughs> having a little bit of like success right off the start, maybe fueled your your passion a bit. Yeah, yeah, haven't. Haven't seen that in um, a hot minute, but when I was in high school, it was really blossoming in the competition workplace sector. <laughs> the work, workplace sector. Did you go into film school like wanting to be a director or like a cinematographer or like a certain type of yeah. thing on set? Like, you- yeah, of course you do. And it's so embarrassing. And did it change? Yeah, of course. It, like, What did you want to be? Well, okay. First of all, in my interview. Sound up. Yeah, boom up. Big boom guy. No, I do not have the arms for that or the stamina. <laughs> um, but in my interview, I can remember them being like, what are you interested in? And I'm like, cinematography. I didn't know really anything about cameras or lighting our first cinematography class so hard I would stay back after class just talking to the teacher practicing setting up light stands I still don't know how to light anything and I was like yeah cinematography really (laughs) inspires me it's so cool no idea um but um probably directing I think that's a big thing for everyone like in first year I remember everyone's hands going up for being like oh I want to direct and then now like that I'm going into my fourth year it's like so few and far between like Mm -hmm. I realized I'm kind of bossy and I like to produce and I like to assist and direct but I still want to like I still ideally want to be involved in the creative aspects because like I would hate it if I was just doing all the I don't know organizing for like my whole career and not actually getting involved with the creative kind of thing and working with actors and everything totally so then what's the difference between like a director and like a first AD or like a second AD okay so the first AD so the assistant director what I'm into doing, which is also really fun because you get to work like side by side with the director. So you're kind of involved. And in my experiences, sometimes if I'm working with a director that I like, they'll honestly like they'll listen to like my feedback or like if I'm noticing that there's a shot missing, I've suggested sometimes and then the shot ends up making the day kind of thing. Um, but the assistant director, it's their set, like their control. They're like the main voice you're listening to. They're like doing all the organization, the scheduling, they're leading all the meetings and prep. And then on the day, they're like making all the calls. Like they're the big voice, which is weird because I'm shy. Um. (laughs) Definitely. I feel like you're not shy on set though. I've worked. I know. I mean, I'm sorry. (laughs) You're not. Well, crazy. (laughs) Like I just remember there's one time we, you had to film something for a class and it, you used me and like three of our other friends. You were getting so mad. (laughs) <laughs> at, like two of them because they wouldn't take it seriously yeah and also because like me and the one guy had to be like romantic and everyone just th- thought it was so funny and I was like I thought it was funny too I <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, but that's different. I'm definitely more comfortable like being really yelly and mean when it's my friends. Like even when you and Lochran acted in that thing. Yeah, Brooke just loves casting me and stuff where I have to just be in love with her friends. Yeah, I think I'm just trying to set you up. Like this is when she was single. I was like trying to- The first, Lochran was gay. He is (laughs) actually still is. Um, (laughs) Didn't change him through that. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he didn't switch up. Tried my best. Um- it tickles my uh, fancy. No, it doesn't. It was the opposite of tickling my fancy. Scratching your irks irks you. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That that's. Like I liked. A... I liked. I liked where Brooke was going yeah. with it. What does it scratch? I was gonna say back, but I think that also is supposed to feel good too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have any set or actor like pet peeves? Oh, when they fall in love with me, I don't know what's wrong with me on set. <laughs> that's the worst. People were saying, Brooke, stop talking to the actors. Stop flirting with the actors. But I can't. I'm so close to them and I can't help it. I think I, I can predict my future. I don't want it to be true, but I think I'm going to marry an actor. Wow. Yeah, Brooke was always coming back to the room with actors. What? No, I literally was the most boring roommate. Um, I was an angel. I like, I barely, I didn't drink until like I was 20. That's not true. You had this one guy that- Beep his name out. <laughs> Beep this man's name out. Beep it out. <laughs> He's not an actor. He's an he's a he's non-actor. Well, that's lame. Okay, this is actually a funny story. This is actually the whole relationship with him was funny. I don't know why that was allowed. I was trying to not allow it. But no, listen to Evelina. No, until they realized later and then they're like, oh, I see. <laughs> um, he is like a Quentin Tarantino wannabe. Oh no, that's the worst. He wanted to suck Brooke's toes. He never said it directly, but I could just read his fucking mind. I swear he- <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I could just tell. No one told me anything until after he he's left. like, I don't need this film school shit. Like, I'm too good for this. Literally. No, he was like, I'm leaving. I'm gonna go make my own feature film after oh, like no. <laughs> never and it's still in the works. Good good for him. He's he's really just working it out. Um, but yeah, everyone in my class afterwards were like, that was kind of weird. He was obsessed with you a little bit. He's like, I saw him rushing, like rubbing your feet one day at, at school. No. And I was like kind of pulling away. And he was like, apparently. To like, be fair, you did cuddle him. I fell asleep. I was watching a video. On, on his-, his shoulder while I was sitting in the bed. Like keeping room. Our The way our room was set up was like two tiny, like little <laughs> twin beds. Shoebox. And then I just see her on her bed, like on his shoulder, like. And then he's like also this way. And I'm just like watching from the other side of the room. I'm like, what the fuck is this? We were probably watching a video and then I film students <laughs> dozed off. And then he whispered to Evelina, wouldn't it be crazy if I took off her socks right now? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I need a peek, please. I was like, yeah. And then he paid me for it. So it's okay. I still made profit off of it. Where's my cut? Yeah. Th- did you snipe any feed pics <laughs> for him while, while she was, you know, occupied doing other things? No, I would never, ever. <laughs> it res was so weird. I would come into my room sometimes and like, I'm only child like not a huge sharer i like to think i am but i'm not and people would be under my desk where i hid my fishy crackers eat like our lights are off evelyn is not in the room i'm coming home and there's people under our desk taking our food you would let people come into our room and eat my gushers out of my drawer i've never said yes those were my was- gushers you had no right telling people yes you may eat them i'm sorry i didn't i get you gushers for your birthday or something you made me a bracelet that said gushers which was nice Evelina is crushed right now. <laughs> you know, so we've talked about you making films and workplace um, safety videos. Um, what, like, what are you working on right now? Like, what are you, what are you striving to do? What's the goal? 
Um, like future projects or like what current projects? Yeah, like what, what, which one are you working on now? And then which one is your like all time? Like money is no issue. Anything else is no issue. What are you making? Okay. Um. So that I'm working on two projects that kind of. One is like super weird. It's half of it was filmed in Denmark. Half of it was filmed here. Whoa. And it's in post-production right now. So we're just like slowly trucking through it. So that's actually, I think that's going to be fun. Um, and then our teachers are going to help us put it through festivals and stuff like international ones. So I think that project is pretty cool. Also just cool that it was a co-production with Denmark. So that was fun. Um, I produced that. And right now I'm casting um, one of my friend's projects, which is kind of nice about the remote thing because it's happening in BC. It's called Moon Boy. You guys should check it out because we're trying to fundraise $18,000. Oh my gosh. Is there a GoFundMe or like a... Yeah, yeah I can. Moon um, Boy. Yeah, it's kind of a crazy budget, but like it's a super cool project. The director who I'm friends with has been working on it for like a few years now. It's like kind of close to her because her mom passed away from cancer and... It revolves around this character, Aiden, who has their mom passed away from cancer. Sorry, I'm so bad at telling synopsis, but um, they're just trying to connect with their mom the only way they know how to by like dressing up in her drag. It's such a good script. She's been working on it for so long, um, but there's like nine cast members that I'm trying to find. And it's tough out there. I'm right here. Okay, Asian. I already told you this. I texted you this. They need to be Asian. Yeah, you're not Scarlett Johansson, Evelina. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that's that's the truth? Come on. <laughs> no, this guy. I was talking to this man on the phone who like works at this acting school, and he was like, "Oh, I have the perfect kid for you. Fair hair." And I was like, "Like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, like brown? Like, like a brown?" And then I was like, "What do you? How light fair are we talking?" He's like blue eyes blonde um and i was like oh maybe maybe we're looking for someone chinese perhaps <laughs> <laughs> or maybe ambiguous asian who's like asian asian he's like we don't have any asian kids here but i can <laughs> he's like i do have this kid named jack this... who's not asian but he'll be <laughs> pulls him off the street <laughs> um yeah but then okay future projects i'm genuinely the worst i haven't had my own personal project i don't think besides like school related stuff since like high school because oh they just I well I keep just volunteering on people's projects and then I get so like you know you get so busy with other people's stuff that it's hard to take on but yeah <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do me and my friend are really wanting to write a script together for our final year no idea on what and then hopefully I'll direct it yeah totally. you know like I feel like most people they're like yeah brilliant movie but then sitting down and actually writing something doing it is a whole different sort of cup of tea awful I hate it yeah would your dream to be to direct that then like your your dream project or just like write it i don't think i can write i i like having kind of input in maybe a bit but that's like as a director you can kind of just work with the writer after the script's done and kind of modify it a little bit but writing it's so tough and i don't even think i would ever want to direct a feature like that's like years of planning and stuff like that i just could not imagine yeah um, but I think it'd be nice to direct. Like I, I really want to stay creative and I feel like I keep going towards more of the producing stuff, which I do love, but I just, I really hopefully want to stay creative and also maybe act a bit. I don't know. What is producing? Like if you had to explain it, someone who doesn't know what it is. It's all the boring stuff. It's being the bad guy. Um, you know, it's 
like budgeting, it's paperwork, it's like logistics. logistics. Um, in our program, it's also doing locations. Like you have to be the location manager. Um, it's, I really like it, but it also is so draining. Like it's just a lot, especially if you don't have like a good crew supporting you. It's a big undertaking for one person kind of thing. Yeah. I kind of realized I love producing, but doing it and not getting paid for it. I don't know how Mm. worth it it is. Yeah. I feel like that's a lot of work to not get paid for. It is. I'm like, also, I realize I'm such an emotional person. Like my last project I was on, literally best crew because I got to pick everyone. I handpicked everyone that I really loved working with. Everyone was so good on their roles. Like everything was going so smooth. Like I swear, no hiccups during the day. Everyone's laughing, having a good time. I was crying because I was just so, I was like, everyone's getting along. I'm so happy. But like, what's wrong with that? It's just so exhausting producing. Mm-hmm. Like I was doing all these weeks of prep and stuff like that. And then everyone's just having such a good time. And yeah, it's, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy a bit, but it's draining. Would you say like film school is needed for someone that wants to go into the film industry? I think no. I think, well, a lot of people that are in the industry, like the old guys, I think they're wanting you to come in with training and like they're wanting you to come in knowing how to act on set, like protocol and all that stuff. But just know that most of us, when we graduate with our bachelor after being in film school for four years, are still going to be starting at the same bottom positions that anyone like walking off the street would be yeah. doing. The only benefit I think is, well, you get your degree. So if you do want to switch to like a different career, like a lot of people are already like, I'm thinking to like teacher, plan B <laughs> um, down the road. But you just like, it's such a great opportunity to meet so many people like most of the best projects I've worked on have been because I've met people in the program and we're doing side things or I'm getting to ask to work on like older people's like fourth years or third years projects. Um, so I think the networking is like really the big takeaway. Definitely. And it's uh, like I, I even talked to like a few people when I wanted to go into the industry not. I did sort of, but in a different, uh, different manner, but I won't get into that. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, like uh, a lot of the people, like old guys I talked to were kind of like, you don't have to go, but like, it's really good to meet people and work on projects and like build out your resume and all that sort of good stuff to actually sort of get you ready to work on the big stuff. For sure. I feel like I'm, pr- I'm like, go Capilano university. This podcast was sponsored by motion picture <laughs> arts program. No, but cap is really good. Like for smart people. No, don't go there. If you're smart, <laughs> like it's not a fucking smart person school. It's an art school, <laughs> like for film. And even like the program I was in, like arts and entertainment management, there's only two programs that have that in Canada yeah, and, cap is one of them. and you meet so many people. Like I was working as an intern at the fucking top Canadian agency. And like, I wouldn't have gotten that just applying through LinkedIn off the street. Yeah. So sh- showed up that school for real. So shout out Capilano. Capilano. It's a great school. I, I love it. No, I genuinely, I love it. Like I love the <laughs> teachers. Like I love the students. Are there some bad things? Yeah, of course. But also like the film side, like you guys get like a whole huge ass building. Yeah, of course we do. Of course we and do. And it's like glass. It's so we're pretty. paying so much money, Evelina. Like okay, we're paying true, so but- much. <laughs> but it's pretty we're keeping that school running like not just my program but like the animation kids the vfs oh yeah like the 2d vfx people i was like 
Oh, yeah. I don't understand them. They stay up, like, they don't sleep. They're just always editing their shit. This year, we didn't see them, though. They were doing it all remotely, which is probably good, I guess. But then they're just at oh, home. Wow. And they always kind of get the, like, shit end of the stick, right? Like, I think that happened with even, like, the life of Pi. Like, a lot of the behind the, behind the scenes people just got treated horribly. And they're like, hey, this uh, is happening. And people are like... That's crazy. Anyways, the tiger looks sick. <laughs> you know, like Sonic and everything. Like, I think the whole Sonic team got like fired. Like, basically, really? yeah. Like in Vancouver, I think uh, that whole like team got fired. Sort of like two months after it came out, kind of thing. Jesus, terrible. Christ. Um, on a lighter note, Brooke, what's your favorite movie? I knew this was gonna happen. I knew it. Okay, what do you guys want me to say? Like, is it Dirty Dancing? It's Dirty Dancing. You could always do like a like a Mount Rushmore too, like an unranked top four. Okay. Like your little letterbox. Do you have letterbox? Yeah, I do, but I think I had to delete it because I didn't have space on my phone. But I have it. And also I just I keep forgetting to like check things in. I'm honestly, Evelina is way more nerdy with films than I am. Oh, totally. (laughs) She's dialed. She's she's reviewing every movie she watches, no matter what. Yeah. I would never even review it. I'd be like, yeah, five stars. Would watch again, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) um, But okay, I'm just going to do general comfort movies because I don't really like there's movies that I really love and appreciate. But um, but I love Dirty Dancing. It's beautiful. I think I watched it the other week when I was like quarantining a few times. I'm not going to say numbers, but a few times. Um, I also like I don't know. I go on like kicks i guess where like i watch a bunch of ryan gosling movies i love like i like watching like certain actors in movies and ryan gosling is one of them okay i feel that jake gyllenhaal bug eyes oh jake gyllenhaal Mm, yeah he's quite something why does it seem like well because i i like him but then also for the first thing that came to my mind is taylor swift and like all too well and all that stuff that's what everyone says i know but (laughs) that's the way he was silly people make mistakes okay i saw a movie he was in recently oh um prince of persia that i don't know why i saw that we don't talk about that we don't um how did COVID affect the film industry Okay, again, these film questions, like, I'm like, out of everyone you brought on, I literally just said dirty dancing, like, rah, rah. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's a classic, <laughs> though. You know, it's all all subjective. All subjective. Um, Evelina, again, please tell me you're interviewing someone else later, like, to add to this segment on film. Things have been pretty good, like, so, so busy. But, like, once things were opening up, I think, in July or August, like, nothing's really had to be shut down because they're being so safe. Like... I can speak to experience on our film sets. Um, it was just crazy. Like we were double masked, face shield. And then during lunch, we'd take it off and spin on each other, of course. But like <laughs> when we're working, we'd be like shield mask. I remember the first years, um, someone tested positive and they had to shut down all their projects. I think they ended up making it later, but also shutting down like pushes you back so far. Like even if it's like one day. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think the film industry is being super safe. That's why Tom Cruise is going on tirades everywhere. Isn't he going to space or something? He wants to film like... Yeah, I think he wants to do the next Mission Impossible in space or something. The first movie in space? Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Tom. Oh, is a Tom a listener? Is he a... Yeah, he's a frequent listener. He's a big fan. Oh, shoot. Jared and I are going to the Scientology church after this, so... Yeah. 
he actually DM'd Evelina when she was like 10, I think. Um, oh, shoot. Oh, oh shit. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> yeah, he was Snapchatting me when I was 12. I was like, what's up, Tommy? What's up, big boy? <laughs> also, you said you want to start maybe like make make a script or something with your friends, write something. And I have an idea. I'm thinking maybe like first year frat party that we went to. Oh, I did write a script about that. That was my first script I wrote in school. Was it actually? Or was that a joke? Yeah, because we had to write it. We had to write, no, we had to write a three-page script. And like a lot of people were just writing things that happened. And that was the most traumatizing thing that happened to me that week. So I was like, okay, this is the goods. I got a really good mark on it. But okay, so here's the play-by-play. Am I telling the story? Am I telling the story? Yeah. Okay. You're the guest. Oh. We'll add in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So picture this. So me and Evelina. Evelina and I, sorry. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Evelina and I. Um, just moved to Vancouver. We've been living there for like not even a week yet. And our new friend, Emma, love her. She's like, Hey girls, I'm from Vancouver. Do you want to hit this UBC frat party with me and my friend tonight? And me and Evelina, the big crazy ladies we are, we're like, yeah, let's go explore the city, go to UBC for the first time to a frat party. So we get all dolled up. Evelina does my makeup, such good vibes, good times. We hop on the bus. We're on the bus taking transit downtown Vancouver crazy then we get to the party I think we had maybe one drink each because I was also 17 yeah but also you can't drink at frat parties um but okay so we get to the frat party first of all you need UBC ID to get in we got in I don't remember how but we just got in with our one friend we were girls we got in so we go in it's crazy by the way this is the craziest thing I've ever seen like I partied a bit in my time in the Yukon but mostly bush parties this is a bunch of shirtless frat boys on tables everything's sticky and smelly it's crowded it's like a concert in there party in the USA comes on I remember this party in the USA comes on we're dancing this is our like second song that's playing um and then you know we're dancing dancing another bop comes on all of a sudden this guy this white guy shirtless with paint on him and everything is standing on a table above us and we're like yeah and me and Evelina were like, with everyone else, like, of course we'll crowd surf you because he was about to crowd surf. And we're like, yeah, fall into our arms. And then he chickens out. He's like, mm, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. And we're like, okay, whatever. And we're still like dancing. Yeah. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this man is launching himself into the crowd. <laughs> he whacks me, clotheslines me, and topples down on Evelina. And then Evelina's on the ground, passed out. I'm like recovering from a neck injury, obviously. <laughs> like I'm recovering. And then he pushes himself off of poor Evelina, steps on her face to get still someone up and walks away. We've known each other for a few days, only a few days. So I'm like, hey girl, hey girl boss, um, do you want to stay and keep partying or should we leave? And she's like, yeah, we'll just stay. But now I know if I saw that face, she was about to like cry or something. She was just keeping it together, but she was pissed. Like it was, she got her face stepped on. I was also, I would have been like a lot happier if he said sorry. It was because he didn't say sorry. That's what hurt me the most. Oh my gosh. He didn't apologize and that's what hurt the most. Okay, the story's not done yet. Yeah, that was traumatizing. Mm-hmm. It was bad. So <laughs> that was the bad part for Evelina. <laughs> Evelina's down, but no one, she's still grooving. I had a black like, eye, but. Okay, so Evelina, Evelina's dead. <laughs> I know it got worse over the span of the night, but she was like, I'm not going to ruin the night for, first of all, these new people, like these are all new people to us. So like, you're of course going to party it out. So we're dancing for maybe I'm not even kidding. 10 more seconds. All of a sudden someone's reaching their hand in my back pocket and they're pulling out my phone. 
because I kept my cell phone in my back pocket. Um, and then all of a sudden it's gone. My back pocket light as a feather. I'm going around patting these strangers down, being like, my phone, my phone, freaking out. And then I go to Evelina, who's still like dancing away, like punched in the face pretty much. And I'm like, <laughs> my phone was stolen. We have to leave. And then, um, I, we sat outside the party the rest of the night, like just staring at people. I was trying to talk to frat boys being like, Hey, if you see a cell phone, call me, <laughs> but don't because I lost my phone. Um, yeah. And then we went home. Yeah. We went to Emma's house and then Brooke's phone was never to be found. And I just kept ice on my eyeball. I also didn't use the iCloud at that point. No. The iCloud. All my pictures gone forever. That's heartbreaking. So I, frat parties don't sound good already and then you also got pickpocketed yeah so evelina have you been back like what's your the first and only frat party i'm ever gonna go to in my life so that's the first and like i guess we'll see if i get too old then i'll probably not if you want to lose another phone you're like okay i'll go back one more time no i just know now like that's what i learned my mom's like bro you're so like a big city (laughs) you can't be keeping valuable i'm like i didn't know i was gonna get robbed at a party (laughs) When I, we were sober. We weren't even drunk. Like we had like maybe two drinks max. <laughs> I had to use a Samsung Galaxy for the next two weeks. Oh, okay, two weeks, two weeks. You're, that's okay. It was like two years. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready to I'm leave. Like it's still the same. No, I have an iPhone now. She's upgraded. Thank God. Yeah, I guess that was our crazy. The only crazy experience I ever had on Res with you. Other than that, like every day was like. Well, if you guys want to know what every day was like, you can also check out the vlogs that I made in first year with Brooke. I would vlog every single day of our lives. I've gotten approached um, a few times because of those freaking vlogs. Where are these vlogs? Like, what? where are they? YouTube. YouTube. The vlogs are on YouTube. Evelina Diordia. All the vlogs are up. They're monthly oh vlogs. God. People went to the school. People were like, yeah, I went to the school after I, we saw the vlogs. Yeah. I had so many people like message me on Instagram and like be like, oh my God, Evelina, like, like is this a good school i watch your vlogs and like is it good i'm like yeah and then people on residence were like oh my gosh are there all the vlogs are you doing it this year and i'm like no and they're like what and i was like okay fine I'll yeah it's some of the first things that come up when you're searching the school <laughs> is us traumatized living at residence brookie cookie thank you so much for coming on this podcast even though you didn't want to um it's very kind of you um i learned a lot I, jared did you learn anything oh i learned so much Brooke, Brooke is, she may be a student, but she knows a lot about film. Hell yes. Oh, I'm actually getting another business call right now. Mm-hmm.